0: Welcome to Mariners Church, Gospel Every Day Podcast. Over the next few weeks, the team at Mariners is prayerfully planning for our next season of ministry as we close out our fiscal year, June 30th. If you want to be a part of the vision God has given Mariners to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world, you can head to marinerschurch.org give. Give through our Mariners app or click the link in the show notes to set up your one time or recurring gift. Your support of the ministry at Mariners equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in His name. Thanks for your generosity, and God bless you. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariners Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what He has done. This year... We're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. So we are in a series about words. Um, Wisdom literature has so much to say about the tongue and how words affect us because they do. They do. And in the previous episode, we had a conversation about how words can hurt us. In today's episode, we're going to look at the counterpoint and see the other side of the coin, namely that words can heal us, that words can bring us life. I mean, isn't this true? First, you know, words can bring life by giving insight. Words can give life to us by giving us knowledge and turn on the light bulb in our minds. I love this quote by Tim and Kathy Keller. They say, most of us can remember years later the words from a passage in a book or said by a friend or a teacher that quote unquote turned on a light or that implanted new ideas that we never forgot. You know, I, I remember the first time someone asked me at the church that I had grown up at, hey, do you know what the gospel is? I said, Yes, of course. It's it's that Jesus loves me. And this person said, Yes, Jesus loves you. Um, but do you know how he made you right with himself and he said i want to share with you something called double imputation and i was like huh is that a si- it's like is that some sort of science medical term what's a double imputation and he said well here's what happens when someone places their trust in jesus all of their sins which were placed on jesus on the cross are removed because jesus took their sins but all of christ's righteousness The perfect life that he lived for three and a half years, uh, fulfilling all the demands of the Old Testament law and those regulations, he perfectly fulfilled. And when we place our trust in Jesus, that's granted to us. His righteous life is credited to our spiritual account. And so it's a double imputation. He takes your sins. And then you take his righteousness, so in this moment when God looks at you, he sees you not for your sins but Christ's righteousness and I mean oh my gosh, we're about to have a gospel moment right now on this podcast but that completely changed my life the words from that friend that that older brother I mean to this very moment even as I'm sharing uh this concept this insight it Completely changed my life, and so words, first of all, can bring life by giving insight. But secondly, words bring life by giving affirmation. Tim and Kathy Keller they say this: uh, Imagine an artist who does a painting. Does does she say, "I don't care that you know everyone else says it's it's trash. I like it." Well, if she is truly going to uh, take pride in her work, someone else will need to offer offer words of praise. For the art, well, uh, in the same way, I mean, we all need affirmation, not because you know we're you know I'm insecure and I just need someone to like me. No, it's just it's part of humanity, right? In fact, we're all where we are today because of words spoken to us. Isn't that true? You know, I, I did college ministry for seven and a half years, and you know what I've noticed about every college student who picks you know his or her major or chooses a certain field. They'll all say something like, um, you know, someone in my life said that I was good at X, Y, and Z, and so I thought, hey, maybe I should choose X, Y, and Z major. In other words, the affirmation of others is what guided them into that major. I mean, that's really remarkable, right? I mean, our, our culture today... Prides itself in expressive individualism, but if you think about it, it's really a collective affirmation that even guides and informs our expressive individualism. So, you know, I'm a pastor today largely because of the affirmation of the body of Christ. There were, you know, key older brothers and sisters who, who pointed this out and said, "Hey, I, I see you going down this path." And so, words um, bring life to us by first giving insight but also by giving us af- affirmation. This is exactly what we see in our passage today. Proverbs fifteen four. the word of God reads, the tongue that heals is a tree of life. Now, I love this because, you know, the previous verse from yesterday's episode, it compared the rash tongue to a weapon, namely the sword. But here in today's proverb, it compares the healing tongue with a tree. Not a sword, but a tree, a tree of life. First of all, I mean, come on, trees are awesome, right? I mean, who, who doesn't like trees? Trees are awesome because, you know, they give so much life to the world, don't they? I mean, they give beauty, they add to scenery, but they even create oxygen, and they produce great fruit for us to consume and enjoy. I mean, that's a beautiful imagery of healing words, but, hey, you know, isn't that also just fascinating? It's a fascinating word choice, tree of life. That's what a tongue that, he, a tree of life, I mean, doesn't that feel like a callback to the garden as if, you know, the tree of life in the garden, which we were not able to consume uh, in the garden, but which we will in the new heavens and the new earth in eternity. But this tree of life can be temporarily experienced just even in a finite way here on the earth. How? By the power of a healing tongue. I mean, that's amazing. That is remarkable. But that's the beauty and power of a tongue that is used. Words that are used to affirm and give insight and give choice words at an appropriate time. It can be a beautiful, life-giving thing. We see this in the very gospel, the good news of Jesus, don't we? Do you remember what John the author, um, you know, he wrote the fourth and last account of Jesus' life, in the known as the Gospel of John. Do you remember what john calls jesus he actually calls jesus the word the logos the logos um was a greek concept in which it was you know the greek people's version of the jews wisdom right so if if wisdom was this you know force in the world that um people wanted to attain and believed that was powerful the greeks um saw that as the logos, this, this thing, this knowledge that um, was a, for, a driving force for how to understand how the world works. But John is saying, no, 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 the logos or wisdom or the word, this thing that you're actually searching for is Jesus. And Jesus, he became flesh and dwelt among us, John 1 says, and we have seen his glory. And what's amazing is, That he, Jesus, our precious savior, he hung on not a tree of life, but after speaking beautiful words, he hung on a tree of death to literally give life to our souls. This is who our savior is. And then he has given us scripture, words of life to nourish our souls every day. And the spirit of life reminds us what he has spoken to us. And we get to step into that and give life to others. So let's take a moment and just thank God for the Savior that he is to us, the words of life that others have given to us and spoken into us, and that we would be life givers to others through our words. Let's pray together. Jesus, help us to speak in a way that heals, that we would give a temporary, finite tree of life experience to those around us, because, God, you have spoken life in us and over us. We live in a culture that is angry and speaks rash words. But in a, in a context where so much of what is said feels like swords, would we be, bring words that feel more like healing? Help us to pursue that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day.